Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Tov Reish Vav. We are up to Sebeis, the fourth line on page Ayin Beis, the page following 142. The Mechaber says in Sebeis, in Meis Asher Chotolo, we discussed in Sef Aleph about asking Bechila from someone that you uh, hurt. And if that person dies, says the Mechaber, maybe Asara B'nei Adam, you bring along ten people, Umamidam Al Kivro, and you stand them up over this person's kever, Va'omer, and you say in front of them, Chotasi Lelokei Yisrael, Vileploni Zesh Chotasi Lo. He say, I have sinned to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and also to this person, Shechotasi Lo, the Mishabu is going to explain that you speak out what the chait is. Because it sounds a little repetitive. So you speak out, So you speak out, I sinned to Hashem, and also to this person, I sinned in this way. The Ramah writes, The minute is that we ask Mechila from others on Erev Yom Kippur. Says the Mishabura, Sivkot in your days, in Meis. Zekoi gama motzi shemra damrinon ilu hoya chai hoya mochalo. Even though we ended Sif Aleph, the Ramah told us that Bomotzi Shemra, you don't have to be Mochel, the person. But the Mishavur here says that Sif Beis is going on. Even a case of Motzi Shemra, you also should bring 10 people to his kever, because we assume that if he was alive, he would have been Mochel, like, the, like we learned last time, that a person shouldn't be an Achsar and he should be Mochel. Sif Koton Yud Gimel Asher Chotolo, if he died, the one who we were Chote against him, Vim Karol Echad Mamzer. Let's say you call the person a mamzer. Not only is that a, a, a pagam in his covet, it's also a pagam in the covet of his father or his father's. And therefore you have to go ask forgiveness by their kever as well. Many argue on this. When I call him a mamzer, I did not have in my mind to be pogam in the covet of his father's. Elohim Kane Kiro Mamzer Ben Mamzer. Unless you call him a Mamzer Ben Mamzer, then you're certainly including his fathers. The Ayin Bechoshan Nishbat Simon Tov Chof Leinyan Im Kiro Rasha Ben Rasha Uganov Ben Ganov. Now there's a couple of important notes over here that we're going to see. Number one is number 19. Note 19 is going on this. Uh, the first thing the Mishabura brings down, if you call someone a mamzer, so it's a machlokas if you have to ask Mechila, not only from him, but also from his father, or just from him is enough. In a situation where the person that you call the mamzer does not live in your city, Can the one who called him a mamzer explain his words? He says mamzer, he doesn't really mean a mamzer like we refer to a mamzer. It means like, a, like just the last two letters. He's a zar, he's a stranger, he's a nochrikan, he is a foreigner over here. Just like the Gemara Kedushin explains the Pasuk that says, there is a drush of the Gemara Kedushan, the Pasuk that says, in Zechariah, refers to someone as a Mamzer in Ashtod, that the Gemara explains that it means a Lashon of Zorus, that he's a foreigner, he's a Zar, but not a Lashon of Psul of a real Mamzer. So Kvega has a suffix, maybe in a regular case, because of a Mamzer, so maybe you can just excuse it and say what you meant, and you won't have to ask Mechil at all, because it's not necessarily a bad thing, and it leaves up at Tzarechian. 
Point number two, we'll see is note number 21. We said that's machlokas when you call someone a mamzer, but if you call him a mamzer, ben mamzer, then you certainly have to ask a mechila from his father as well. But it says, look in Choshen Nishvelagavi, calling a person Russia ben Russia and Ganav ben Ganav. So no 22, he brings what the Ramah says over there in Choshen Mishma. Shakore lo Russia ben Tzadik, Russia ben Russia. If you call someone who is a Russia, the son of a Tzadik, a Russia ben Russia, Eino nechshav kipogim bekavar avosav. That's not considered pagam in his father's covered. Even though you're calling him a Russia ben Russia, so you seem to be calling his father a Russia, it's not considered pagam in the covered of his father. Ubir hasma sham, the sma there explains. That it's normal to call a regular Russia, whereas father's a tzaddik, you call him a Russia ben Russia. Just like we see the Torah talks about a baskoin that has nus, the pasuk says about her that she has been mechalo her father. So here also a person by being a Russia, so it makes his father look bad. So when you call him a Russia ben Russia, you're not really being poking him in the covet of his father. He's just saying that he makes his father look like a Russia. The fact that he's a Russia, you're not really calling his father a Russia, and therefore the Allah is you would not have to ask Mechil in that case from his father. Sivkot and Yudalad, again, the Mechaber told us if the person that you sinned against has died, you have to go to his cavern with ten people. Vitzarich Lelech Lasham Yochi. If you have to go there barefoot, the Muchut Lashlosha Parsos, if it's far away outside of three Parsa, Yishlach Shlucha Lasham, you send the messenger there. Vashaliach Yikach Asara Anoshim, and the messenger will take, gather ten people. Viyelech al Kivro, and he'll go to the Kever. Viyavakish Mechila Bishem HaMachare Viyomar. And he should ask Mechila on behalf of the one who uh, spoke badly against him, and he'll say, Hinani Shaliach Ploni, I am the messenger of Ploni. Mode Birabim Sheshlochani Ploni, and I am making it known to the public. That that plony sent me, Lamor Shechotel Okei Yisrael And he says over this line that the person is supposed to say, he's a shliach, and he says, I'm a shliach of this guy who says he sinned against Hashem and against this person in this way. If he spoke negatively about him after he died, as opposed to the case we're discussing till now, you spoke about him when he was alive and then he died, then you have to go to his kever. But Zakta Mishabura, if you only spoke about him after he died, you do not have to go to his kever. Rather, you'll ask him in the place where you embarrassed him, where a place where you said something not nice about him in front of those people, and that's where you'll ask We said that the Lashon you say is, I have sinned against Hashem, and to this person, the chait ploni, and you specify exactly what the chait was. In this case, you have to explain the chait, speak it out. No 24 says, but of course, if this chait will be a bizayon to the maze, then you should not speak it out. And the Mishabura continues, And the 10 people that you brought with you to the kever will respond, They'll say three times, it's funny the Mishabura, instead of writing the words Machol the third time, he writes the word Shalosh Pame, which is longer than Machol L'cha. Chari only saying it three times. He should have just said Machol L'cha, Machol But instead he says it twice, and then he says to say it Shalosh Pame. Just um, an interesting little Ha'ar over there. Let's just see one more note over here. That is note number 22. It's really going in the Machaber that says you go to his Kever. So says no 22, What's the idea? Why are you bringing 10 people to his kever? So the Prima Godam writes, 
Shekevan Shemaskir Bidvare Vashem Elokei Yisrael. We saw the line that you say is, I have sinned against Hashem. So you're mentioning Elokei Yisrael. It's not appropriate to be referencing a okay, so less than 10 people there. Those who are primogadim, adds on. It's similar to what we say by Yazimun, that we only end a okay when there's 10 people there. 10 people allows you to reference a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So here also you're going to say that I sinned against Hashem. So you should have 10 people there. That's how the Prima Gaudim explains. Tam Nosav Koshav Shami writes another reason there as well. Shekevan She'ilu Hoya Chaveru Chai. Like we learned last time, if his friend was still alive, Yitochen Shelo Hoya Mispayish, it's likely he would have gone to him three times. He would not have been appeased. V'yotzarach Lohavi Asara Anoshim. And then he would have had to brought, like the Ramah said, 10 people. Lomar Bifneyem, to say in front of them, Shepikei Shemenu Mechila. That he answered, Mechila Lefikach Yikach Gam Ata Asara Anoshim. The same way if he's alive and you went three different times and you brought three people and he was in this bias, you have to go in front of ten people and announce that you asked him Mechila. So here also it's likely he wouldn't have been Mochayu. So you go initially when you go to his kever, you go with ten people. Says the Mechabir Vaiter in Siv Gimel. Takonos kadmoneinu v'cheirem shelo lahotzi shemra al hamesim. There's a takana of the earlier ones and a cheirim against someone that spreads a bad name about someone that is not alive. Says the Mishaburah, Sifkaten Tazayim, V'lochein tzarech lasos tshuva al sha'over ha'cheirim. Besides for the actual cheit that you did, you also did the tshuva, the fact that you went against this cheirim, there was a cheirim place with anyone who speaks badly about mesim, and you did it, so you also had to take care of the cheirim, that the should be chal on you. Says the Mechaber, Vaitas of Dalit, Yochol litbol velulkos mosai she'yurtza. A person is able to go to the mikvah, get his malchus whenever he wants on Aryam Kippur. Rak sheyia kodam halayla as long as it is before nighttime. The enum mevarech ala tefila and you don't make a bracha on this tefila. The Ramos says the ein tzarech litbo rak pam achas below vidui mishum keri. When you go to the mikvah on Aryam Kippur, you only have to dip in one time, and you do not do not have to say any vidui. And the reason for the tefila is mishum keri. And so too, if for some reason you can't make it to a mikvah, so nine cabin of water will do the job as well. We'll stop there in the Ramah. Let's see the Mishabura, but let's see first the Bir Alacha, the fourth line, Yochel Litbo. So Mechaber again says you can go to the mikvah whenever you want, as long as it's before the night time. I am Mishabura, which we'll do in a moment. Even those people that are not careful the whole year to go to the mikvah because of keri, they're not makbeth. Still, someone who's not normally makbeth on going to the mikvah should still go to the mikvah on Erev Yom Kippur because we want him to be clean because of the holy day of Yom Kippur that is approaching. Says the Mishiburah, here the Mechaber abbreviated what was going on because he jumps in and he says, you're able to go to the mikvah and get the malchus whenever you want. Who said anything about going to the mikvah, getting malchus? We just jump in with the timing. What about the fact that you should do it? So says the Mishabura Mechaber Kitzer. Here the Mechaber abbreviated to Mikodem Hoyoluluchtov. Really, before this halacha, you should have written the Minog Litbo Velilkos Be'erviyam Kippur. That is a Minog to go to the mikvah and to get malchus in Erviyam Kippur. Ve'afilu Na'orim Ubasulos. Even young uh, boys and girls. Once they become the age of Barabbas Mitzvah, there is an Indian for them to go to the mikvah. 
Note number 26 goes through a lengthy discussion about women going to the mikvah. Our, our minog, I believe, is that women do not go to the mikvah in Erev Kippur. But that's a lengthy discussion in Note 26. When you go to the mikvah, it should be before nighttime. It's good to go to the mincha and Erev Kippur before mincha. Because we know we say vidui and Erev Kippur at mincha. You should go to the mikvah before the vidui. And that is our minog. There are some people who have a minute to go to the mikvah only after the Sudam Avsekes. So that the mikvah could be close to Yom Kippur. I'd like to read note number 27 now, and that's in the back of the Sefer, on the bottom of page 44. We said the minog is to go to the mikvah before mincha, because you're saying vidui then. In note 27, he brings a bach. Ubir habach. The bach explains even though the Iker Tfila here is really for Yom Kippur, so you should do it closer to Yantif, still you should do the mikvah before you daven mincha. Because since the whole reason, as we'll see shortly in the coming shiurim, the reason Chazal was masakin in the first place, you should do vidu ya mincha, is mishum chshash kilkolo b'su'uda sh'aydeikach lo yuchol l'zadas yom kippur. We worry a person might choke, something else might happen, he might not be able to do vidui in Yom Kippur, so we want him to chaperayin before the Sudam HaSekes and do a vidui during Mincha. Imkein vidui zehu b'mokum ha-vidui Yom Kippur. Mela, this vidui at Mincha of Yom Kippur is really connected to Yom Kippur. It's in case you can't do vidui in Yom Kippur, you're doing it now to cover Yom Kippur. L'fikah tzorech lo-omro b'tahara. Therefore, if you're already saying the Yom Kippur vidui at Mincha of Yom Kippur, says the Bach, you want to say that vidui b'tahara uven akiyos, kemobi Yom Kippur atzmo, and therefore, even though the tefillah is really for Yom Kippur, we don't push it closer to Yom Kippur, we move it before Mincha, because the vidui of Mincha is really a video of Yom Kippur as well. We want the tefillah before the vidui. The Iker's man is not just before Mincha, but it's after Chatzos. At the very least, you should not go to the Mikvah any earlier than an hour before Chatzos. And that's actually what the Mishabura brings down as well. On Erev Rosh Hashanah, the same thing. Not to go more than an hour before Chatzos. Says the Mishabura Viter, we are up to Sivkotan Yutes. We said when you go to the Mikkah and the Erev Kippur, you do not make a bracha. Says the Mishabura, the Tfilah Zo Enorak Mishuminog. This Tfilah is only for a Minog and therefore you don't make a bracha. I'd like to read a little bit of note number 28, again in the back of the Sefer on page 45. Second paragraph on the right hand side. Ubitama Dover Shatvila Bi Erev Yom Kippur Nechshevis Rak Minog. Why is the tefillah and Yom Kippur only considered a minhag? We know there's a chiyah to be matar yourself before the regal. So why isn't a chiyah to be matar yourself before Yom Kippur? So the Rosh explains in Yuma, This chiyah is only a time when there's the ashes of the paraduma. And then you were able to retire yourself from all kinds of tumah. Even the tumah from being touching a mace or making it all over a mace. Which is not the case nowadays. We do not have the ash of the paraduma. 
We're not able to purify ourselves on Tumas Meis. And therefore, we have no chiyav to be matar even from other Tumas. Now he's addressing any kind of tara by any regal. There's another shayla which is discussed later on in the note. We're not going to read it inside. Is Yom Kippur considered regal gabi this at all? So they bring from the rush that it's mashma that besides for this problem of nowadays, mitzad Yom Kippur being a regal, it is a regal. Others say no, the regal just means a shalosh regal and there's no shaykhus. And therefore that's why it's not a that's why it's only a minute. But that is the rest of note 28 over there. Continues the Mishra Bura Vaiter Sivkat. What? How's it feel with the Bira Lacha? You just say, you didn't say Regal. You see, the Bira Lacha is a shit in the league, it was a bomb with the old boy, the little Bira Lacha. So it literally is Naki, Mishumi Makatish. And something that needs me to do with the Munich of a regular Regal. So if you look at note 39 on that page in the back, on the Bira Lacha that we already says, this boy Rush, the Rush explains Semech Ladaver, like a, a, a riot to this idea, a uh, smich to this idea of being Naki on Yom Akadosh. It's now which the Medjish writes, Sha'am Yisrael Yom Kippur Nikim Kemalachai Asharis. The Klai Yisrael Yom Kippur, they're, they're clean like Malachim. V'hainu Shem Tahorim Kemosam. That means that they're pure like them. Ochein Kosav Agro, She'ikar Apirish Nikim, Hainu Nikim Mikolchet. The Gro explains the Medjish, Nikim means Nikim from all sin. Kemosha Kosav, if you get the Rebbe Lazar, but we want to compare ourselves to Malachim in all ways, so, so it's always we're trying to be like Malachim, so it's the Yom HaKadosh, we want to be like Malachim, but that also, also would be any kind of Tara, so the more you could purify yourself, the more you're Nizdameh to Malachim. Let's see the Mishaburavaitis of Katun Chav below Vidui. Again, the Machaber said that you can go to the Mikvah whenever you want in Erev Kippur, as long as it's before the night time, you don't make a brach on the Tefillah, and the Ramos says you go to the mikvah only one time and without a vidui, and it's because of keri. Says the Mishabura lafuke me osan haregilim leisvados b'shas tefillah. This is coming to knock out those who are regil to do vidui when they do tefillah. And we're saying in the Ramos that you do not have to do vidui, and it's mishum keri sevkaton chaf aleph v'lochein dai b'pam achas. Because it's only Mishum Keri, therefore you only have to go in one time. The Gamin Tzarech Vidui, and that's why you also don't need Vidui. If it's only for Keri, you don't need Vidui when you're being told for Keri. Then he writes in the brackets, A woman who has had Tash within the last three days, She has to clean out the inside of her body with hot water before she goes to the mikvah. So the zera should not come out the tassel the tumas carry and she should buy to have tumas carry after she goes to the mikvah. So she has to make sure she gets any carry out of her body. In lo she samuch litfilaso samuch levesta unless she's close to the tefila or the vest shaos regilus les aber that's the time when she possibly become pregnant. Vim techabed yeshlochos laschos hazera and then we're concerned that if you're going to clean out the inside it might be a waste of zera. Kvegar argues and says over there that she should never be mechabed the base, she should just leave it. There are those who argue, Rabbi Weiland, you might like this. There are those who argue and say that the tvila and everyone kippur is not for carry, but in fact it is for tshuva. Because of Kerry, we said you go one time. Because of Tshuva, you go three times. No 32 in the back, you don't have to turn there, but he just points out, the Maril says, 
The reason why, if you're going to the mikveh for tshuva reasons, you go in three times, is because the psukim say three times the word mikveh Yisrael. And he quotes it, Yirmiya, Yudal Ches, Yudzayin, Yudgimon, Ezra, Yudbez. He talks about a mikveh Yisrael three times, so for tshuva, you go in three times. Back to the Mishabur, the third to last line on page I am Beis, the Chenkas of a Rokeach, and so too writes the Rokeach, let's feel is Mishum Tshuva. Now, the question that's discussed in the Sharetzion, we won't read it inside, but it's the Sharetzion in Sifkaton Chabez, discussed if you're doing it for Mishum Tshuva, some say you should also do a Vidui. If you're going in for Tshuva, we said before, if you're doing it for Keri, there's no reason to do Vidui, but if you're doing it for Tshuva, so you should do Vidui. But the Chavaz Chaim comes out that you really shouldn't because you have to be very careful if you're saying the Shem Hashem, if your Libo is Ro'es Ha'erva, or certainly if you see someone else's Erva, if it's an unclean place, you can't say it. And therefore he says, as a precaution, you should never say Vidui by the Mikvah. That's what the Chavaz Chaim writes, the Maskana in that Piralocha. The Ayim B'Mogin Avram, look at the Mogin Avram that writes, the Aflumand is Svirle de Tamat Filo Mishum Keri. Even according to the Shita that holds the reason for the Tefillah is Mishum Keri, You still have to go to the Mikvah always in Erev Yom Kippur. Even if you went to the Mikvah in Erev Hashanah and you didn't see any Keri between Hashanah and Yom Kippur, even so, and the Tefillah is for Keri, you still should go to the Mikvah on Erev Yom Kippur. This is going on the last point that we saw in the Ramah, that Atolas Tisha Kabin Mayim also helps in the place of a tefillah. Says the Mishabruah, if it is painful for him to go to the mikvah for whatever reason, so he can rely on the Tisha Kabin. Over there, we can stop here and continue with Hashem with the Ramah tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myra McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.